It's time for another edition of Riders Up. It's our weekly jockey interviews here on Better Than Not Vegas when we get the chance to really get inside the mind of these fantastic athletes. We've seen their names so many times in the past performances and the programs. We've probably put a few bucks to win on so many of these different jockeys, but we never really hear them talk very much. And when we do, it's usually a few things about a horse. We're very excited to have Pablo Morales here with us. Pablo has over 2,300 wins in counting. He is a multiple-time riding champion at Presque Isle. He's a multiple-graded stakes winning jockey. And last year, Pablo, you won at over 32% at Presque Isle over a 15-week stretch. Basically, one out of every three, which is really, really incredible. So things have been going very well for you. And how are you doing, buddy? Thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me, Gino. Happy to be here. And thank you for all those facts. Some of them <laughs> I didn't even know myself. <laughs> <laughs> so let's kind of go back to the beginning and, and and start there. How did you get into riding horses? Like what, what made you become a jockey? Uh, I am from Peru and my whole family has uh, been in the, um, on my father's side, my, my whole family has been involved with uh, horse racing. And since I was very little, uh, my, my dad was a jockey, he was a trainer. That my older brother was a jockey, my cousins, uncles, every single body was a jockey. So I could pretty much uh, follow their footsteps, but not until I turned like 12, I say that I would decided that, no, this is what I really, really want. It was actually after a, a visit to United States when I really, really fell in love with it because I did not want to be a, I, like being a jockey Peru sounded fun, but once I see racing here in the States, that's what my goal was. And and as soon as I got back, I started working on it, learning how to ride and, and practicing more and more and more. And, and after a few years, I was, I mean, like kind of my dream came true and, and I was here racing. So when you start, where are some of the first places that you're, you're riding here? And then, you know, and then we'll get into some of the people that helped you. So where were you starting right away? Um, I actually got my apprentice license in Peru in order to do my work visa and everything I had to be racing. some I had to have some kind of, of, uh, athlete, um, um, visa yeah, license. Just, license. Yeah, yeah. So with that, I was able to apply for my visa and I can't, I went to Miami. That's where I first landed because I had, a my two sisters and my brother were there already working. So I kind of showed up and called a race course at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's in 2005. So that's 17 years ago. So I've been around kind of a little bit all over the place, but in the last few years, my, my main two spots in New York in between a few times, but the, in the last 10 years has mainly been a press call in Tampa. And who were some of the people when you got to Miami and you're at Calder, who were some of the people or maybe even after that, that were kind of influential for you in reading a lot about you. you it feels like you have a very good relationship with your agent. Um, like who early on were some of the people that helped get, get you a, a leg up? Well, in the beginning, it was really nobody. We came, me yeah. and my brother was galloping in Calder, but we kind of started from scratch. We started asking around, asking agents and everything. And I had just a couple of opportunities that the thing got uh, went very well, which made other opportunities come along. And other agents called me and I had Richard to pass, contacted me about going to New York. We sort of put me in the map and my name a little bit more out there. I was able to as a bug boy win a pretty big race, uh, Luciana Derby. And oh, so yeah. <laughs> that that's how my, um, sort of my career, my name started getting a little bit more out there after 
six months before or prior, nobody even knew who I was. <laughs> We're going to bring in our, our friend, uh, Beho Brian Howard, who helps <laughs> us out with these Riders Up interviews. We were having some technical difficulties before, but... We're, uh, we're very happy to be hanging out here with jockey Pablo Morales. So we were sort of getting in, Brian, to how he started. And, uh, and now I'm kind of curious because one thing that we ask everyone, because everyone's bodies are unique. They're different. For some people, um, having to, to train and, and lose the weight, it's something that's a process every day. And then for others, they don't really have to worry about it based on like their, the way that their body is. They can kind of eat a lot of what they want. What is it like for you? How, how are you having to keep weight? And then let's say on a day when you've got a bunch of horses that you're riding at Presque Isle or at Tampa or wherever you are, what's sort of like that schedule for you throughout the day? What's a day like for you? Well, on racing days, it's a little bit more easy because I really don't eat that much because mm -hmm. obviously you have to do weight. There is days where my weights are a little bit higher that I'm able to have, you know, a couple of eggs in the morning and stuff like that. But there is days that uh, your weight comes out pretty light. So you pretty much do not eat. You do not. Yeah. You have, I have coffee, you know, I, I have coffee in the morning and maybe if I'm like a, a little protein bar. But other than that, it's uh, hitting the box. I'm, I'm not too heavy. I'm, I'm pretty light. So I can't complain too much. Of course, sometimes you have to do a little bit of work in order to maintain your weight and and everything and i do stay pretty active i mean working in the morning and the days that i don't race i jog and i shed some water away by putting different layers plus a sauna suit a sauna suit like a plastic suit mm -hmm. and i go running for a few miles and then i just sit in the car it just it's mainly the the way to maintain your ways by really not eating too much you know yeah and i do have my teachers like today is friday i have saturday and sunday to lose the weight. i'm planning on I'm eating pretty good today nice but but um so then, so when you're and eating... then i'll pay the consequences like tomorrow and the next day <laughs> okay so that was going to be one of my questions later down the line but since we're here talking about it what would what's a good cheat meal for you or like a big day you won you want to go celebrate with the family and friends what are you going to eat Poof. I don't know. Um, on a day that I can actually eat, like today, I, I, I'll go to a Mexican restaurant yeah, or right. Olive Garden. But then the, the days prior to the racing, when I start, then I will have like, I love like having a, a salmon Caesar salad or something like that. Sure. It, it's, it keeps you a little bit full, you know, and, and you don't gain too much weight. But sure. But I can't complain too much. I do have to pull like a couple of pounds here and there, two, three, sometimes four. But But once I'm racing, like, through the week, I'm able to maintain my way pretty with not much difficulty other than sometimes being a little bit hungry. Brian, you look the best that you've ever looked. I can tell you right now. Uh, we can't see you <laughs> at all. It's, a, it's just a black, it's just a black box. <laughs> Beho, but I don't know if you can hear us or not. Uh, we're having some, that's what's great with the, with technology nowadays, right? Sometimes you'll just have uh, fun technical difficulties, but we're, we're having a good time talking here with jockey Pablo Morales, who has just won a ton of races through the years. And we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Now is the time of the year where you have really done very well the last few years. It seems like Presque Isle is a track that you just seem to take to, and it's a different type of track, right? It's a synthetic racetrack. So it's a little unique in that it doesn't maybe play like a lot of the other tracks around. Is, is that something that you had to to kind of figure out and like learn that it plays differently. Does, does it play similar to you? Do you even think about it? Do you just sort of ride horses the same way? And tell us a little bit about Presque Isle, the track that you've been dominant at recently. Yeah, I've been, I've been lucky enough to, through the years, you know, um, me and my, my agent Paula have worked really hard and we've made a, a pretty good name for ourselves where we get a chance to, 
to get good mounts and uh, um, quality mounts and we've been doing really well and i do think it's different it's very different from the dirt but a little similar to the turf uh this this track is a track where you have to be extremely patient um it's a track where you will feel that you have a lot of horse but the second you move a little bit early or get pushed a little bit too early, horses do not seem to finish, which is weird because it's kind of like a hard surface that you think horses will just keep right, right, right through it, but but they do stop. So you have to ride very patiently. You have to use your head a lot, and and you have a lot have to have a lot of sense for pace. Uh, I've noticed that in this racetrack, the way I ride is I do not uh, push horses where they don't want to be. Sometimes on the dirt, you have to be aggressive with them. You have to put them, even if they don't feel very comfortable, push them up in there, and that's how they run their best. On this racetrack, I've noticed that the, the best way to do it is keep them relaxed and keep them comfortable. And the good thing about this place is there's no kickback. That's the synthetic uh, mm-hmm. doesn't have kickback on their face, or we don't need goggle, many goggles or anything like that. So that's not a factor anymore. You From behind, be the horses can still be a little more comfortable. Exactly. So sometimes when you're in the dirt, you kind of want to ride a little bit up close heels and push them up there in order to not get a lot of dirt on their face, more of the of the dirt hitting them in the chest and not get them too intimidated. But here there's no kickback. So you can ride the, the horses uh, more comfortable for them. You can put them in a position where they actually would want to be and you're not uh, fighting them to be like, no, no, this is not you, you. This is the way I ride here. I like to keep my horses happy. And the happier you keep them th- during the race, they give you the best finish. And that's where you win the races here. You really win the races uh, late in the race. You you When you're watching a majority of races, there, it looks like there's a winner in the quarter pole already. And <clears throat> like you get nailed almost every time. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're uh, very lucky to be talking with uh, Pablo Morales, who is a fantastic rider, multiple time riding champ over at Presque Isle. He's won a couple graded stakes. And you talked about one of those horses. So I always like to ask about some of the most meaningful and memorable horses through the years for you. And, and I'd, I'd imagine that one of them is probably the daddy who, uh, who you talked about um, other horses that, you know, in, in looking in, in what you've done, uh, you were aboard well-defined in the Sam F Davis. Those are your, your graded stakes wins. You've been on some other really nice horses, Leona's reward, Darcy may Everett song, tiger blood, uh, zippy Shannon, Tell us about Caravel. Um, some of the horses that were meaningful or memorable to you, who, who are a couple? Well, of course, the daddy, it's even though it's being a long time ago, has been able to to resonate and, and everybody kind of connects me to that because it was my biggest uh, stake so far. But um, uh, I, the one was pretty special was uh, the last year, uh, my win in Churchill, even though it wasn't a greatest stake, but it was it was a pretty big race. You know, the purse was 275 and um, mm-hmm. It was for Gail Bennett, who has been a supporter of mine since I was 16 years old or 17 years old since I met him. So uh, shipping together to Churchill Downs um, on a big day like that and being able to to get the win. I, I have never, I mean, I've ridden in Churchill Downs, but only a couple of times and with no luck. So just shipping all the way over there to such a significant racetrack with such yeah. tough competitions, jockeys and tra- uh, jockeys, trainers, horses. I mean, the race looked tough. It was a big field and being able to to win it, it, it was very special for me. Is there a track that you haven't been able to ride yet that's sort of on the bucket list that you want to be able to check off? Well, I've never been to San and Awesome. That, yeah. that would definitely be cool. It's yeah. definitely all the way over there, but uh, yeah, I've different. never ridden in that one. I've, I've that, ridden Keelan, Saratoga, a lot of the tracks, but, but um, that, 
that's home that's home court for me mom and dad my mom um sold digest out in the front and my dad was a gambler so every day he would walk up and he'd ask her out on a date and she'd always say no 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 and then finally (laughs) one day he gave her a tip on a horse and they ended up going and the horse won and they went out so that's where my mom and dad met each other at santa anita that's uh that's home track for me and we'll get you out here one day that background on a clear day when it's nice and you can see the mountains right there it looks it's beautiful. It's like a postcard. So uh, we'll, we'll make sure to check that one off the box for you one day, Pablo. Now, let's talk about some of your peers. There are some really, really good riders right now out there. Who are some that you sort of think are some of the best going right now or, or some of the peers that you really admire and think they're doing a great job? There we go, Pablo. So uh, we had a little uh, technical difficulty there. But uh, my question I was asking before we got broken up was, who are some of the other jockeys out there that you admire, that you look around, that you think are riding really well at the top of their game? Or maybe, you know, turning for home, you know that they're next to you finishing. You know that you're going to be in for a good ride. Um, anyone out there that you uh, that you think is just doing really, really well right now? On the racetracks that I ride, there's plenty, obviously. Right now, my 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 friend, my biggest competition is Antonio Gallardo. He's yeah. another guy that, 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 that rides the track very good, very experienced. And we get along great, but, um, of course, when we're out there, we know that we're on the best horses and we know that we know how to ride. So we're, we're following each other and seeing where we're at. Mm-hmm. In Tampa, there's plenty of them also. I mean, right now, the, there's good jockeys everywhere um, in you see New York, Kentucky. He, I mean, just there's so much talent out everywhere. So it's really comes on to opportunity. And um, if you weren't a jockey, so now we'll get off the racetrack a little bit. We've been talking all about on the track. What do you think you would do? Because I, I always think that's a, um, a good question because so many of, of the riders that we talk to, they kind of had the idea early on that they wanted to be a jockey or that was something that, they sort of felt like they were going to do. If you weren't riding horses, do you think you'd still be doing something involving horses? Would you be doing something completely different? Any ideas? Uh, to be honest with you, the idea, the dream of becoming a jockey was at a very young age. Yeah. So it, nothing ever came to mind. I, I didn't have an opportunity to to weigh my choices. I, yeah. I, like I, I became a jockey at 15 years old, and I started working towards that goal when I was 11 or 12. So there was no many things to That's choose cool. from. One, I set my mind into something and, and it worked out, thank God. So I don't know I what I would that. be doing. And, and I don't know 100% sure if I would want to do anything else other than riding in, in the racetrack. That's great. I, I haven't ever had a conversation with you before the 15 minutes that we talk right now, but I could sense that in talking to you. You just, it seems like, you know, someone who's, like you said, you've it's a, every day, day in, day out, you get up, you work the horses, you're doing a lot of the same things. If you don't love it, you're not going to be doing it, right? It's not easy. And it's a, it's a lot of work. So you, you really have to love it. And what's incredible to me is you're actually after, you know, all this time and all these years that we've talked about, you're actually coming off of your best year ever. You had the most purse winnings that you've ever had before last year. And you've continued to win more and more. We've seen you in the top 
15 and 20 in wins before. We've seen you in the top 100 in earnings all the time, but that's got to feel good too, just knowing that even after doing it for a while, you still have room to grow and there's people are still taking notice more and more at your skills. Yeah, and and some people might think that your first title is the you're the best, the most exciting or the most important. And it might be for a little bit, but once you got a few, it's really your next one, the most mm-hmm. important one, because that that's what's the hardest, you know, to keep it going. And 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 you never know, you know, not, nothing lasts forever. Everybody knows that. I mean, the best of the best, they just can't. There's new writers all the time, new trainers, and you cannot be the most liked all the time. So I'm just so thankful that I'm able to maintaining this. And I'm really, really hoping I'm working really hard to to get this uh title this year and this one if i do get it uh, god willing this will be the my my favorite the, yeah because because it's it's maintaining the hardest part you know i i feel like getting one it, it's hard but getting multiple ones is way harder mm-hmm. because maintaining that position is it's extremely difficult i mean yeah. no, nothing is given nothing is handed to you in this business because you like maintain is the key word because mm-hmm. you can't just rest on your laurels if you're not getting better and improving, somebody else is going to run right by you because there's always someone that's working really hard. So you don't get to just get there and go, oh, look, I'm here, right? It's That's yes. when the work really starts What once you yes. get there because now they're chasing you even more. Yeah, I wish it was. I wish it was like, I won one. I let, me, let me live off my wealth. Right? No, it's like, it's, you stop working, you stop winning, you're not going to make any money and, and people start forgetting it. And, and as a jockey, there's nothing worse than than not winning it's very very uh, stressful it's very uh it's the truth is it's depressing when you're don't get, not getting the business i know a lot of jockeys are going through this and, um not everybody can win and and when you're winning you you get addicted to it and you you feel awesome about yourself winning and and it's not because some jockeys are not capable or anything like that like i said it's just the business is like that um circumstance opportunity the people that you're riding for are they winning are they not winning um so it's a lot that comes with it and 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 i'm extremely uh thankful for the opportunities i'm getting i do not take anything for granted i'm humbled all the time uh for everything that happens and again i'm I'm just trying to keep it going for as long as i can so um, let's have a, a few fun questions before we get into some fan tax stuff and we can really show everyone where they can uh, support you with some of that great merchandise. Are you a fan of any other sports other than racing? Um, do you keep up with any sports or anything um, mainstream like that? I'm gonna Not watch really. the finals. So I'm gonna watch the finals of basketball. I watch the big games in soccer. I used to be big on soccer and following all the time, but I tell you what, now I have my wife and two kids. When I have some free time, I just hang out with them. Tell and, us about the family a little bit. How 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 old are the kids? My daughter is twelve and my son is nine. Nice. Um, and I have my wife Erin and, and we have our little family here with our two dogs and, and we have a great time. We, we get along great. The kids are amazingly well behaved and and we're just very blessed so when you win a couple big races or when you win uh, the Presque Isle riding title again this year a little later on we'll we'll knock on wood um when you want to go and take the family for maybe for a couple days for vacation where would be somewhere that you guys would go um but last year we went to Jamaica. That was a lot of fun. Definitely oh, wasn't wow. my idea. I feel like that's a little far for me with my agent. Uh, that's cool. She was able to, 
plan out a, a trip and it was amazing. It was like this ginormous house by the beach. We, we went a, a few people, um, a few couples went like Lila Hayes, a trainer and his girlfriend and my agent and her boyfriend. So, so we had a great time. It was like super cool, like with a cook and a bartender. So oh, we just wow. had a great time. Hopefully we can do something like that this year too. All set up well. Now you've mentioned your agent a few times uh, tell us a little bit about your agent and what your relationship is like with uh, with her, right? I believe is it, it's Paula. Yes, Paula Bacon. Now, uh, how um, did you, how, how long have you guys been working together? And it seems like she's a, a big part. It seems like it's a real team effort with you guys. Yeah, we just clicked together. I want to say four years ago or something like that. But it's just been great. I mean, Paula takes we're friends and she takes such good care of me you know that's been uh um definitely a huge part of my success because um we get along so good people like her people like me we have a lot in common uh she the thing that i love the most about her is she protects me because uh if you notice i always have high percentage it's because she's actually trying to pick a lot of quality you know she's mm -hmm. not the type of agent that will let me just write anything to to write anything. Mm -hmm. uh, if you notice that um, this past meeting in, in Tampa, I finished second in the standings and I rode 150 less horses than, yeah. than the leading jockey. I mean, kudos to him and his agent. I'm sure like that works, but but this works for me. I, I love it. I, I get to go out there and have a chance, even if they're not favorites or anything like that. We ride horses that have a good shot and, and, and it keeps our confidence good. It keeps our percentage good. And, and I love the fact that I have somebody in my corner that doesn't just uh, get a paycheck, but instead cares about my well-being and it's looking for my best interest. What's great is that you guys have like a, it's a process. <clears throat> you your communication is excellent. You're all on the same page. You all know what you're going to do with any team, any people that are working together. That's what it's all about. It's all about communication, understanding that everybody is on the same page together. And that's why you guys, you guys succeed together because you both know she's looking for those live horses. She's not going to put you up on horses that uh, maybe you don't know these connections or you don't know that horse or you haven't been on them, right? Or yeah, maybe they're not in the best of form right now because that's something that end up, maybe that could get you hurt. She just doesn't put you in situations that would, would put you in a bad spot. And that's a great team right there. So um, kudos to Paula and uh, kudos to the job that you guys have done together. And Thank now you. we want to show everyone how we can show the support for Pablo folks. He's won over 2000 races. You've bet on a bunch of them. He's made you some money before go purchase one of these right now. We're looking at fantac.com and we're looking at the Pablo Morales shop and the Pablo Morales collection here. So this is great Pablo because we, we just talked about, you know, the NBA finals are going on right now and you used to watch soccer and, one thing that we see is everybody shows their support for the mm -hmm. teams that they like for the, they, they are able to wear their shirts, their hat show support for the fan, like for the groups. Um, and we always know when you walk around, there's a Laker fan or a Dodger fan or someone, you know, based on what they're wearing, it's really cool that Fantac is now given the opportunity to show support for some of you and some of the riders. So tell us a little bit about how you, uh, you linked up with Fantac. Well, they, they contacted me and I was, of course, super happy. You know, it's not like I had to do a lot of work for it. And the design comes <laughs> really cool. Uh, they were they put in the, in the hat the, this little thing that I do every single time I go into Winter Circle. And and I've had already a, a couple of good experiences, uh, even though, I, of course, I have 
hat and a couple of shirts myself. But uh, my agent and a couple of uh, uh, girls that are our friends, um, they all bought the sweater. And one day in the morning, uh, they surprised me with it, and they all wear the sweater. Oh, that's so, funny. So it, it's really cool. That's it's great. really cool, and I really appreciate all the people that have gotten it already. Um, and if they are gonna get it, I appreciate it so much. It's always nice to see their support. <laughs> And I think if you use that promo code uh, BTV, you'll actually be able to save a little bit. So if you're if you're uh, purchasing some of Pablo's stuff and you want to use our promo code BTV, it'll save you a few bucks. You got a trucker hat. The pullover is is my favorite. I think that is really really sharp. Everyone's on their computers. You got the mouse pad here, and you got the uh, like the semi long sleeve shirt, and then you've got the the short sleeve tee that you can get in different colors with the uh, the cool M logo right through the middle. Pablo, this was such a blast for me, man. I've seen you. I've handicapped you in races so many different times. I've seen you win a bunch. I think we may have even interacted because I went to Presque Isle uh, a couple times years back when I was working at TVG uh, on some of the big days for like the mile and for the masters. So I feel mm -hmm. like we probably crossed paths out there and, and said hello years back. I probably looked a little younger, a little you less look gray. familiar. I was going to say a little, <laughs> so little less gray. Everybody, man, everybody. At, <laughs> at that time, right. But uh, but this was such a blast. It was so nice getting to know you. Now, um, when you go and, and you've got some kids now at a fun age, what are some of the things that before we get out of here, what are some of the stuff that they're into right now? Is there any shows or movies or anything that's on your TV a lot or anything that that, that they're really, really like into? Everybody, everybody's watching Netflix right now. I got my oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, an Oculus thing, like the virtual reality, he's playing it right now. But they're pretty much waiting on me because today is my days off. We call Friday Family Day. We just go to the mall, go to an arcade, uh, awesome. go to eat. So yeah, they're they're waiting for Family Day. Great. Well, let's get you on over to Family Day. Go to the mall, go to the arcade, and have some uh, <laughs> have a good meal with them. Pablo, thank you so much, buddy. Good luck to you. We want to see you in the winner circle a bunch, and uh, stay safe over there, and keep winning races. Thank you so much, Ina. I really have fun in this interview. Uh, it was great talking with Pablo. And remember, folks, we'll be here with you each and every week. Riders up. We'll get a chance to talk with these fantastic athletes. They put their life on the line each and every day. And we get to hear from them and hear about them so, so little. We're very excited to be able to uh, talk more with uh, with Pablo in the future and with all these different riders. Make sure to head on over to Fantac and show your support. And uh, right here is the, the look at the Pablo Morales shop there in the collection at Fantac.